Oh my gosh, hello! Welcome back to Tay Talks. It's Tay with you again. Took a week off, had to feel some feelings, live some life. But we're back, bitches! And today I want to talk about the shitty side of growth, the painful side of figuring out who the next version of yourself is accepting your shadow self, gaining awareness over all of your bullshit. It hurts. And I don't want to be too dramatic about this, but it does sometimes feel like you're losing your mind. Um, I feel like this is something that I talk about a lot and I feel motivated to talk about it a lot because it doesn't feel like something that enough people talk about. And they will mention it here and there and they will be like, it's important to talk about this. But then I'm like, where are the people talking about it? So I want to talk about it because as I started to work on myself, started to do personal development, started to get into manifestation, I didn't know about it and I didn't know it was something I was going to run into and so I found myself feeling so much more confident working through my insecurities and my doubts and my limiting stories and beginning to understand where they're coming from and that I don't have to believe them and that I get to rewrite them and realize, and I, I didn't know at the time that it was going to be something that you do more than once. And not only can it take time just to begin to uproot these stories and these beliefs and insecurities that have felt so real and have dictated so much about how you've thought about yourself for what feels like forever, for me, it was like my whole fucking life, um... It's going to take a while to do it at the beginning. And then also, you're going to encounter those same exact stories and insecurities again and again and again. And it's not a one and done process. And as you continue to expand and you get to your next level and you start to hit your goals, those things come back up again. And they give you an opportunity to re-solidify the new beliefs that you are working on and you're not dying (laughs) and I just didn't know that and I distinctly remember you know kind of thinking that it's growth it's positivity it's expansion and it is always moving in a positive direction and that's true in some respect And there's also contraction with expansion. And the more that you, like, release your insecurities, like, for me, doubting myself. I doubted myself so much. I had this voice in my head. I didn't know where it came from. I just knew that I believed her. And I called her my my inner bitch because she was so fucking mean to me. And she would, I would just think about doing something. I'd think about like, what if I could win that competition? What if I could sell, you know, 5K this month? What if I could, whatever. And 
every single time she'd be like, yeah, right, bitch. Yeah, right. No, you can't. There's no fucking way. Let me remind you of all the times that you have not done that. And that is the truth. And that, and we'll go back to this every time. And so I started to acquaint myself with her. And I'm like, okay, now I'm, I'm beginning to know where you come from. You're not me. You're somebody else. And I've just internalized you. Well, I'm not going to listen to you anymore. And so I'm starting to feel more confident, believe in myself, start to manifest things, start to recognize my role in my experience. And I was doing pretty well for like six months, let's say. And then I distinctly remember in that seventh month feeling like I was losing it. I felt like I was backsliding. I felt like all of the beliefs that I thought I had freed myself of were back in full force. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going backwards. I, I'm, I suck at this. I'm never going to stop feeling this way. These things must be true because they feel so true. And when I talked to my friend about it, she's like, no, this isn't linear. You're not backsliding. This is just, this is just what up-leveling feels like. And up-leveling, in case you are not familiar with that idea or concept, is like, it's like you're expanding to your next level. Like you set your goal, you achieve your goal. You're leveling up. You're creating new standards for yourself in your life and what you're capable of and what you believe to be true for yourself. And as you actually achieve those goals and you start to live within those standards whether it's just what you believe or what you're receiving monetarily or you know relationally or whatever it is that you're working on because even though it's a thing that you want and it's a thing that you're working towards it because it's also unfamiliar it's new territory it's fucking scary. It activates your nervous system because your nervous system is habituated to whatever the shitty fucked up reality was. Maybe it wasn't that shitty or fucked up, but I know for me, mine felt pretty shitty and fucked up. And it's okay that, you know, whatever. Fuck comparative suffering. The point is, whatever reality you are breaking free from is comfortable. It's familiar, and when you start to expand into greater things, your nervous system is like, wait, 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 we're not safe here, and it tries to pull you back into the familiar. It tries to get you to fall into old habits and old patterns, and that's normal. It's so normal. It's so normal to take one step forward or two steps back or three steps forward and two steps back. Growth and healing and working through your internal drama is not linear and it's going to be painful and you're going to run into the same fears and insecurities more than once probably again and 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 again even though that's really frustrating but the cool thing is that they do not pack the same punch as they used to. That's what I found to be true. 
But like there have been times where I'm trying to fall asleep and it's like my mind is racing and things from my adolescence are coming up and I'm in my 30s now. So it's like things that I was insecure about 20 years ago are coming back into my mind where I'm like, oh my God, that's so embarrassing. And like sometimes you set an intention like I want to believe in myself. And so as you set that intention, it's a great thing. It's a fucking beautiful thing to believe in yourself. But what's going to happen is that all of the instances that have that you've experienced in your life that have caused you to not believe in yourself or to believe less of yourself or that you're not worthy or you're not desirable or you're whatever your negative self-talk is, all of those memories and experiences and feelings are going to come up because if you've had those experiences, that's like a significant emotional event, right? Like you're sitting in the cafeteria with your group of friends and somebody tells you how fucking annoying you are and how you're always complaining and why can't you just be positive and don't you realize that you're the center of all of your problems and you're the one having fights with everybody? Totally not drawing on personal experience here. That makes you feel awful when you're like 15 and you're like oh my god what's wrong with me nobody wants to be my friend I'm the problem why do I always complain I'm always complaining I must be a really negative person and you just start to internalize this and you don't know how to deal with it nobody teaches you how to feel your feelings so you you have this significant emotional event it creates a belief and it is locked into your subconscious and now it's a way that you move through the world in a way that you see yourself and if you continue to go through life just believing it and not actually processing it and seeing it for what it is you have this energy in your in your body in your energetic field so when you set the intention that you're going to believe in yourself and you're going to uproot these, these things that make you think that you're not worthy, they're going to come up and they're going to say, hi, remember me? So we're the truth, right? I'm the truth. This is the truth. And you have to be like, ah, no, I see you. I see where that comes from. And I forgive my younger self for believing that. And I forgive the person who said that to me for making me feel like that was the truth. Forgiveness is everything, you guys. You're you have to feel the feelings, you have to listen to the stories and feel where it is in your body. Notice like, oh, I get tightness in my chest. Oh, I get icy feelings through my limbs. Oh, I get anxiety. Like whatever the whatever the sensations are in your body, call it out. Notice it. To the best of your ability, use the words that you have for your emotions to name it and if you don't have a lot of words most people don't most people have like three words to describe feelings happy sad mad and you know maybe some people have a few more but there's a lot more going on with your emotions than happy mad and sad despair is different than sadness depression is different than sadness joy is different than happiness and understanding the language around what these feelings and experiences are empowers you to actually create better context for the emotional experiences that you had that created the beliefs that you have. And by 
setting the intention to release the shitty belief and having the language to name what that feeling is and practice forgiveness, it empowers you to truly shift your experience and change your life. And remind yourself that feelings can fucking suck. They can be really painful. And maybe you were even told not to feel your feelings or you were told it was bad or good vibes only and love and light and whatever. And like, good vibes are great and love and light is great, but like, that's not the scope of the human experience. And so we need to open ourselves up to a broader understanding of what it looks like to work on yourself. So all of this shit could come up at once and, or maybe you don't even like, maybe you are not used to even listening to what those stories are but you were just like feeling anxious and you're like I don't fucking know why I feel anxious but I feel fucking anxious and it feels really bad that's also a super normal part of it um also if you've never really like looked into astrology or if you're not into it like if it sounds interesting but like you've never delved into it it's something that I've been exploring more and it's it has really helped me to understand what's going on with myself emotionally and energetically. I'm not going to dive into that really any further, but I've mentioned this before, the Chani app, C-H-A-N-I app, if you want to become more um, informed about your own astrology and what's going on and how full moons or new moons or different transits are affecting you specifically, that app is truly fucking incredible go check it out but it has really helped me to understand when like I feel anxious for no fucking reason oh this is happening energetically for my astrology okay I can like release myself from feeling that anxiety but maybe it doesn't have anything to do with that and maybe it has everything to do with the fact that you just had a really shitty conversation with somebody in your life and it's triggering all of this anxiety about all of these other things that you're like god damn it I just don't want to feel this way anymore we are so used to running away from those experiences and numbing ourselves, whether that's scrolling through Instagram or drinking or having sex or getting high or going down a, a Netflix rabbit hole or whatever the case is. Like, we try to remove ourselves from the experience. And sometimes it's, it's, it can be a good thing to be like, okay, I just need to like distract myself for a little while and I can come back to this. But I just want to remind you that you have already felt the worst part of your feelings. So being able to sit with them and name them and journal them out and journal out the stories that they're telling you and just recognize like, okay, I hear you. Become the gentle observer. Just try to practice it. You're not going to be perfect at it. You're going to want to judge yourself because we've all been taught to judge ourselves. That's also super normal. But work on being the gentle observer. What if it was okay if you felt really insecure? What if it was okay if you felt really angry or hurt or sad? It's okay to feel whatever those feelings are. It's not okay to continue to run from them and repress them and act like they don't exist because that's how you're going to stay stuck. So that's basically what embodiment is about. It's about becoming acquainted with the sensations in your body that come up as difficult emotions are felt 
and using your body to process those feelings because your body your emotions are experienced in your body so you can't think your way out of them you have to move your way out of them whether that's walking or running or yoga or high intensity exercises or just intuitive movement dancing you can do shamanic shaking which if you haven't checked that out google it it's fucking great you could scream into a pillow you could sing use your body to express yourself it's powerful try it out one of the things that i found really frustrating in this experience is that like i said before you the same things come up multiple times and it gets me because there are things where i'm like oh no i've definitely like i have squashed that internal beef we are fucking good I am chill. I have never been more confident. I have never believed in myself more. I am not scared. Things are fucking good. Like, let's talk about my coaching business, for example. I'm a baby. I'm a baby at this. And while I have been, like, casually coaching people for many years, I am just starting to do this as a professional in a paid capacity. And... It is scary. It is testing me. It, like, I mean, I believe in myself more now than I ever have before. But I just, like, uh, two weeks ago got my first paid client. And this is what I've been working for. This is what I've been attracting and building my program around and doing all of this healing around and it happened and I sent the invoice and then all of these things that I didn't even realize I was going to deal with came up like I used to be in a sales job and so you know like you would never want to jinx yourself like you don't want to say that the deal came in until the quote has been filled out and the payment has been processed then you can count it but there's always a chance that somebody gives you a verbal commit that they're going to go forward and we used to say verbal commit don't mean shit it doesn't mean they're going to pay and be a client and that was something that I struggled with so much in my professional career of believing and trusting and having faith that these people who said they were going to do this were actually going to do it and it would you know, people would totally fall off the map. And it was crazy and it made no fucking sense. But I always made it mean something about myself. I always made it into this thing that like, there's a problem with me and I'm the reason that it happened. And you could argue that energetically, my anxiety and my doubt was the reason that it happened. Okay, whatever. But also, that's just a a shitty fear to have. It's a shitty belief to have. And it makes you feel so bad about yourself. And blaming yourself is not fucking helpful. And so that fear came back up for me where I'm like, oh my God, what if, what if this doesn't go through? What if she doesn't actually mean it? What if she just said that she wants to do it, but she doesn't really want to do it? And then, you know, all of these things. And it's like, my client is my friend and I know that this is what she wants. And we've talked about this multiple times and just this opportunity came about and I am making myself crazy with this fear 
And I totally thought I would never have to encounter this fear again. And it was really interesting for it to come up. And I'm like, oh, there's that doubt. It wasn't really about my sales job. It was about me. And also I had to remind myself that in my sales job, I was a consultant and I worked with clients and I would have an ongoing relationship with them. But at the same time, you know, I wanted to close deals to make money. I wasn't as personally invested in the outcome that my clients were going to have. I would follow up with the support teams and the marketing teams to make sure that they got the things that I sold them. They're having the experience that aligns with the expectations that I set. I definitely followed through in that way, but like it's different to think about what I'm selling now, which is like, this is for your own personal growth. This is for your personal development. And the fact is, if somebody said, yes, I want to do this, and then they ultimately didn't follow through, then thank you, universe. Thank you so much because let's say they did make the payment and then they just didn't show up for calls or they didn't do the work. Like, I am not trying to work with people who are not wanting to show up and do the work for themselves. And so my motivations are different. You know, it's not just to make money. It's truly to help the people that want to help themselves. And then after I kind of was like, okay, I see where this is coming from. I know what this is. I'm going to release this. I'm going to let it go. I am going to remember that this isn't about me. And even if that were the case, it's working towards my highest good. And even if it's not what I want, it is actually what I want, if that makes sense. But it can really feel like you're backsliding. Like it can feel like I made all this progress and now I'm back in this shitty place that I was trying to get out of. Like what the fuck? What the actual fuck? And again, it's just an opportunity for you to anchor in those new beliefs for you to say oh you're back you're back in this new context I see you in security it's okay and I read did I reference this book big magic on an episode I've already published I don't know I've been referencing it a lot because it made a big impact on me big magic by um, Elizabeth Gilbert such a good book if you're a creative person um, or you're pursuing creativity in your life to whether it's professional or just for your own happiness. By the way, that's worth it. In Big Magic, she talks about fear, a lot about fear. And she talks about how her relationship with fear is that it is ever-present. Fear is not going anywhere. Fearlessness is an unrealistic goal to aim for because the fear will never go away. We are hardwired to have fear be a motivator. It's just how much power do we give it? Do we feel the fear and say, oh my god, this is so scary. I feel like I'm going to die. I'm going to throw up and shit my pants and die right here. That's what's about to happen. I can tell because my fear is telling me that. Or do we realize fear is going to have some shit to say and we can allow fear to speak. We can give fear a voice and we can listen to it. Let it tell its story. Acknowledge it. Your fear wants to be acknowledged. It's when you are not acknowledging these things and you're trying to push them down that they are only going to come back in a more powerful and aggressive way. 
which can be in like literal physical illness. But if you understand that you're going to be afraid and when you're doing something new, even if it's something you kind of done before, but like you're doing it in a bigger way, it's going to be scary, but you can listen to your fear and you can acknowledge it and say, thank you so much. I understand. I, I understand why you're afraid. Those are valid points. But I'm going to go ahead and do this thing anyways because I am also excited by this thing. I am drawn to this thing. I want to fucking do it. And I'm going to listen to that. So you can be here. She actually, she writes a letter to fear whenever she starts a new project. And in this letter, she talks about how her and creativity are going to go on a road trip. And fear can go on the road trip with them. All three of them are a family. They're going to go on this road trip together. But fear is in the back seat. And fear can talk. It can share its stories. It can share its point of view. But it cannot make any decisions. It doesn't have any fucking decision-making power. It can't even touch the fucking radio. You're not doing shit fear except coming along for the ride. And I think it's something that I've had in my mind and I've been practicing as I'm continuing to put myself out there and continuing to actually work as a coach with a client, which is like blowing my mind still that I'm doing it. And also there's part of me that's like, I shouldn't even be talking about how I just have my first paid client right now on this podcast. But you know what? Fuck it. This isn't about putting up some fake (laughs) representation of myself or my life or where I'm at. I don't have a six-figure business. I don't even have a four-figure business. I have a three-figure business, but I'm proud of myself because I'm making progress and I'm growing every day and I'm learning more and more and more about what the fuck I'm afraid of. And I am afraid of working with clients. (laughs) But it's okay because I also know that I have a lot of value to share and a lot of support and help to provide. And God bless my good friend who is my client. I love her and I am so excited for her. And every time I talk to her and we go through things and talk about what she's dealing with and I can share information, I am so excited and so lit up and reminded of why I am doing what I'm doing. But I've gotten a little off track here. Typical. I just want to remind you that life and growth and personal development and expansion is more than a highlight reel. It's also a, a shit reel. There's going to be shitty times. There's always going to be shitty times. Every time something amazing happens, I get scared and my insecurities come back. And, um, you know, like I said, they don't pack the punch that they used to, but they show up and they knock on my door and they want me to pay attention to them. And it For me, it often happens after some major progress. Like, for example, I quit my job and I was like, we are fucking going. Yes, bitch. And then um, I actually was so not ready to build my business. But what I was ready to do was all the deconditioning all the healing, all of the processing and releasing and getting to know myself. Like that's what I have spent the last like nine months doing. And I feel so much better. I know so much more. I am so much more confident. I am so excited and I still deal with some of these things in different ways. 
and I question myself a lot, but I also know that like I'm a human and I'm always going to have this part of the experience. Even people that I look up to that are incredibly successful deal with this side of the experience and they do talk about it and I appreciate that and I just want to be a part of that conversation and I want to normalize how shitty you're going to feel as you work on feeling better and the cool thing the scales really do start to tip in the direction of feeling better more often than not I feel so much more confident and stable in myself and I know who I am and I know what I want and I know what I'm motivated by and I know what my values are and I know when I'm standing in my integrity and I am so much more courageous. I am able to be more brave than I could have been a year ago because I didn't, I hadn't worked through all the stuff. So you can also do that. If you want to believe in yourself more, you want to be more courageous, you want to take bolder action, you don't want to be so ruled by fear, you want to be able to get to a point where you can hear what fear has to say, but also know that you can stand in your own power and make your own decisions without fear being a deciding factor, that is available for you. If you're listening to this, that is available for you. And it takes work and it takes dedication and it takes rededicating to the process all the time. But I've also found that it's so helpful and so important to have a sounding board because when all these things come up, you've lived a lot of your life believing it. And you've had a lot of people reinforce it probably in different ways. And it's interesting because the way that your mind works is that whatever you believe to be true is how your brain is going to filter your experience. So you're going to continue to have experiences and, and have and live in a reality where your beliefs are proved to be true. And that's why it's important to know what your beliefs are, to acquaint yourself with them, to get to the bottom of whether or not they're true. And I will tell you that they are probably mostly fucking bullshit lies, but you don't have to believe them. And you get to work through it and you get to redefine what your life looks like and what's available for you and how the world works and how money works and how relationships work. But it's work and it takes work to get there. And when you are trying to do that on your own, it's so hard. I mean, it's so hard for me and I've been doing this for years and I've been here a lot of different times and it's still something where having somebody who can ground me back into reality and be like wait 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 let's reality check is that the truth I think you're just experiencing an up level it sounds like you're just trying to control a situation how can you how can you release that control it reminds me of the things that I already know and I can be like oh yeah okay you're right thank you I needed that and that is the value of a coach Honestly, I mean, you can have you can have friends or family members who can also be those people for you. That I mean, I have definitely friends and family members who are those people for me. But it can also be so helpful. Like one thing that I've struggled with is that not I, I would say 
the minority of my relationships are with people who are in personal development and in the spiritual space and who believe the things that I believe. And it was one thing that I found to be difficult when I was working with my therapist because I I so benefited from therapy. It was so wonderful to have an objective person to talk about all of these things with. But I would also notice where our beliefs did not line up. And and it's like I appreciate that you are normalizing that sometimes like like in a sales job it's going to go up and down and that's just the way that it is and I also know that it doesn't have to be that way and it can be this other way and I know that things can be different than the way that they are now and just because that you know a lot of people share a particular experience with something like a sales job doesn't mean that that's how it is period And so it was like validating and also like, no, but I know that, I know that more is available. I know that it doesn't have to be this way. And then I found myself in a position of like, now I'm trying to talk you into having expansive beliefs that I have, that I'm also working on believing, but I, I, I consciously believe them. I just don't subconsciously believe them yet. And that's what I'm really fucking working on. Um, And that's where having somebody who believes in like your infinite potential and infinite possibilities really changes the experience because you don't have to talk them into how anything is possible you just get to talk to them about how you are freaking out about how anything is possible and they can be like I hear you I feel you it's okay your feelings are normal this I've been there and also your crazy wild massive abundant ass dreams are also available and here's a tool that's going to help you get there and how can I support you and be the expansive spiritual sounding board that maybe you feel like you need didn't really intend this whole episode to be some sort of uh, coaching pitch but this is really important to me sharing this experience is really important to me normalizing this experience is really important to me and My answer to this problem has been coaching for myself and having coaches that I work with for myself, that I continue to work with for myself because I want to grow as long as I live. And that means that I need support in that as long as I live realistically. And it doesn't mean you have to have a coach every second of every day of your life. You know, it just means like get the support that you need when you need it, but it's also okay to have a lot of support and to surround your, yourself with people who are going to get it from the expansive perspective that you are aiming for. It's okay to be afraid. I'm afraid all the time. It's just what we do with it. So if you're a woman in your 20s or 30s and you're looking for a coach, or maybe you don't even know that you're looking for a coach and you're just like, fuck, man. Yeah, I'd like to not doubt myself. I'd like to really believe in myself. I'd like to have all the things that sound really amazing, but also what if it's not enough? And what if I can never get there? And what if it's just a dream? Well, I will tell you that that is true as long as you believe that to be true. And if you want support, or maybe you just want to talk about it, slide in my DMs, baby. I'm on IG. I should probably start putting my handle in the fucking show notes, but 
Whatever, man. I'm learning. I'll put my handle in my show notes this time. Find me on Instagram. My handle is Taylor underscore W. It's T-A-E-L-O-R underscore W. Or schedule a free consult on my website. It's TaylorWhitmerCoaching.com, I think. Let me double check. Taylor. Yeah, TaylorWhitmerCoaching.com. T-A-E-L-O-R-W-I-T-M-E-R. Coaching. Not going to spell that out. Dot com. And I think it's just called Schedule a Consult is that page. There's only like five pages. You can't get too lost there. Schedule a consult. You don't have to work with me if you don't want to, but you can talk to me. We can see if that even sounds like a fun idea because maybe it doesn't, but maybe it does. And so I would love to support you in any way that I can. Thank you so much for listening. Catch you next time.